Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your host, Tom Stewart. With special guest, Reese Jones. Thank you for listening to another episode of That Comic Smell Podcast. Um, Before we fire into the episode, we have a recommendation for another brilliant comics podcast for you to listen to. Welcome from the Lakes International Comic Art Festival Podcast. My name's Ian. And I'm Nikki. And our podcast is all about, surprise, surprise, comics. We interview big and upcoming names from the comic world. We also review the latest in comics, graphic novels and comic-based films. We also chat about what we've seen, what we've enjoyed and what we're playing in our pop culture section. So listen to us, you'd be mad not to, at comicartpodcast.uk or on all your usual podcast players. And find us on Twitter at comicartfestpod. Hope you enjoyed that. Go nip across to the Comic Arts Festival podcast and give them a listen. Give them a wee like, a subscribe. They're great folks and an absolutely stellar podcast. Now, on with the show. Uh, are you going to ask me questions? I didn't prepare. No. <laughs> I'm just to talk on them, it's me. Right. I might ask questions, but I'll be off. I need you to give me cues because I've not really. Cues, I don't, it's not like that. What? Is, is this not Parkinson? This is it. Is this not Parkinson? This is it, mate. I thought I was in Parkinson. <laughs> but this, so, had you read anything before? No, well, I was thinking I'd maybe do like an intro, or like a backstory of well, like. This, this is what I'm doing. My history. I'm asking with, you, had you read them before? Had I read what? Are you recording? It's been recording since about. Oh, has it? 20 minutes ago. Oh, fuck, right, okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, it's just a chat. We're man. just chatting, right, okay. Right, I didn't realise you were recording. I thought we were in the planning stages. Oh, um, man, we've just done, like, the podcast thing. Is this a start? I guess this, I guess <laughs> this, this thing is on. Yeah. Stamps.com. <laughs> uh, we're sponsored. No, we're not. <laughs> no, um, no, we're not. <laughs> uh, right, okay, so... What were you asking me, sorry? Had you actually read any comics before, or was this your first kind of... First foray into the into the comics world. But comics are superhero comics. Had you read, like, Beano and Dandy in that growing up? No. Really? No. Oh, okay. I think I, I, I think I used to get a couple of annuals, you know, like at Christmas. Like your granny would... Yeah, yeah. exactly, you know, Beano oh, annuals or whatever. I would get them off my mum, but yeah. Um, like, even when I was living down in England, I used to get them. And then obviously I moved to Dundee, which is the home of Beano. I remember always being like, oh, that's pretty cool. But no, I just, yeah. I think you know when I first moved here when I was like twelve years old. I think like you know we all went out into town and got a picture with the dandy and that. Yeah. And then that was it. It was just it was just done. My earliest memory of comics, actual proper comics, would be Spider-Man comics that I used to read when I was very very young. But they were the kids ones, you know, like the ones that you would buy in the yeah, newsagents. Yeah, you get a wee toy with it, yeah. a sweetie, yeah. 
But I mean, the ones that they still they still do. They still do. <laughs> they still really? do. But yeah, they still do. It's just it's not even a comic, really. It's just a fucking magazine with a bunch of pictures. A bunch of adverts in it. Yeah. yeah. Effectively. Yeah. yeah. And then a stupid fucking um, toy on the front. It's yeah. Just a piece of plastic. Yeah. But I mean, you've got to remember that I was like, you know, like between the ages of five and ten here. That's true. Yeah. So you know, it was fine for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Comics wise, you know, this is really the first. So your main thing is uh, the films, Marnie. Films, TV shows, and, and video games. That would have been a big in. So I mean, the, uh, I mean, my favorite character is Spider-Man. It always has been since I was a kid, and my first ever sort of introduction to Spider-Man and to superheroes as a whole, because yeah. this definitely is a cascading moment. Um, playing this game was the original Spider-Man game. Uh, made by Neversoft on PlayStation, PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1, yeah. Uh, Where you couldn't touch the ground. You couldn't touch the ground because it, it was all foggy, yeah. Cause, but, Cause they couldn't. but not because they couldn't do it, though, but because, that, well, they obviously couldn't do it, but they explained it by saying that, you know, fucking these people have come down and, uh, yeah. and like, gas the streets. Yeah. So you can't go down to the streets. But, yeah, obviously, because they just didn't have the technology yeah. to... They're to like, you know. can't kind of have them running about. And I still regard that game really highly i mean it's got it's got an actual introduction by stan lee and it has it has everybody in like it's got loads of people in it and that started off my affinity with that started off my affinity with spider-man definitely because shortly after uh obviously the sam raimi film started and then you know i was like what what was that 2001 the first yeah, spider-man yeah, film? I it would have been, yeah. so i was eight was yeah i'm sure it was 2001 because they had to edit out the twin towers in one of the scenes because it was after. Oh, maybe it, was it must have been like 2002. 2002. Must have been like 2003 or something like no, that. No, no, because Spider Man 2 was 2004. I went with pals to the cinema, but I went, I'm t- it's very specific. I went with pals that I didn't hang out with past second year. Right. So. Spider Man 2 was definitely 2004, because that was my favourite one. And that was that was where like I genuinely worshipped Spider Man after that film. I had a sticker book. <laughs> Spider Man Toby. I was. Um, 2002. 2002, yeah. yeah. So I was I was nine, right when that came oh, out. Oh, came out on my birthday. Yeah. In 2002, yeah. I clearly did not go see it on my birthday because <laughs> we're not there for my birthday. <laughs> Although I did make out with someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, I went with my dad, so mm. I didn't make out with anybody. I went with my pals. Right. Um, my mates. So Spider-Man 1, that happened, and then, you know, I just, I was obs- I've been obsessed with Spider-Man since then. Like, I've always been a fan of that character. But yeah, that, the original game, that started my affinity with Spider-Man, but also just superheroes in general. Mm. Um, but it's only until now that I've actually sat down and read it. <clears throat> because that, that game had Venom in it. Yeah. And, like, the 90s Venom, where he was sort of, like, sort of part-time ally to Spider-Man, but sometimes just sort of mischievous and... Well, like the TV show. Yeah, yeah, that and, and in the game as well. And then, like, Daredevil shows up at one point, Punisher, it's got Human Torture, it's just got everybody in it. Like, it's just got loads of different characters. It was effectively just the TV show, like, translated. Yeah, yeah, essentially, the TV yeah. Show, But it was Spider-Man on the on the. The, the, the 90s cartoon was kind of like that. Actually, the, the cover was very reminiscent of, like, the 90s TV. Yeah. Art well, the cover the of the game is almost the exact same as the cover of the, the first film, him climbing up the building. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. That sort of started that off, and that was in the nineties. I've been about five, six, seven, um, and since then it's just been films, TV shows, video games. Um, but last year, last year was where I decided, that, like, for for all that time, 
films, TV shows, the games, that was enough. You know, I would consume that media and I'd be like, right, that's good, I'm satisfied there. Every now and then I would look up on Wikipedia, like, I wonder where that character's from, and read up their comic history, just so I've got, like, you know, sort of know a little bit. But I'm talking bullet points on Wikipedia. <clears throat> but it was which last lot, year. Which a lot of people do. A lot of people do, yeah. A lot of people do. And then they start sprouting off that they're like, you know, they've read the whole run and they're experts. It's fine, I get to vent this sometimes yes, somewhere yeah. else. I've, I've, um, you know, I've never, I've never claimed to be an expert. No. Um, no, when I don't know a character, when, when I don't know a character, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to say I don't know them. Even if it's somebody huge, like I'm very happy to say I don't know because I'm hoping that the person that's on the receiving end of the I don't know doesn't go, what? And actually goes, oh, right, well, here's such and such, such and such, which you seem to have got, in a way, because yeah. you've said that you wanted to... Sorry, you were... Sorry, I've kind of ended up... Well, no, you're, you're going exactly where I was going. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it was enough for me, those things, but until last year, um, our Lord and Saviour's year of 2018, <laughs> um, several, several things happened within the sort of, you know, the medium that were really, really big things. So, and especially for me, so obviously one, Infinity War, you know, you can't, you know, Infinity War, yeah. Um, which was, you know, left me absolutely devastated walking out of the cinema. Yeah. Uh, you had the Spider-Man PS4 game, which was a return to form for, for Spider-Man games, you know, because every Spider-Man game that's released since Spider-Man 2 has been absolute horseshit. Uh, but this one, you know, really sort of picked up the torch and Spider-Man kind of the movie too. Yeah, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two was on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, the sequel to the game yeah, that I was talking about a second too. ago. Yeah, yeah, the, the movie. Everybody knows that. The, the uh, yeah, the the the, the tie-in game with the yeah, film. Yeah, because the third one, even the third one was. Oh, pretty... the third one was dreadful. Yeah, I mean, you, you had no, you, you enjoyed, had it all. You enjoyed the, the first Andrew Garfield. The, the amazing Spider-Man game, yes, but it was it was a shadow. Of, yeah, of, of yeah. any sort of Spider-Man game, it was enjoyable, um, and it, it took. I liked what they did with the plot in that they they set it after the film, mm. and they took what happened with the lizard of him being you know turned into turned into the lizard because of that, and then they brought back all these other villains like Scorpion. I mean, they totally changed them. Yeah. You know, you had Scorpion, Vermin, and all these villains that were now a part of the same experiment that Doctor Connors was running. I kind of like that idea, but you know, they totally. They totally just made their own thing, and it didn't have, um, you know, like realistic swinging. It just had swinging from the fucking. That had the, rhino the in it as well, didn't it? Yeah, it had quite a few of the, yeah, the animal based. Had rhino in it, and then they did the second film and put rhino in it. Yeah, which like, didn't, didn't. Yeah. It, uh, another one that falls foul to that is uh, Incredibles, because Incredibles had a game. Rise of the Undermine, yes, which yes. started just after the film yes. ended, yes, and then they did Incredibles two yes. just after the film ended. Um, so where was I? So the Spider Man PS four game, so that was that sort of picked up the torch from the Spider Man two game on PS two, and that was incredible. It was a original story. It was just, yeah, it was just really good. Um, and then Daredevil season three, yeah. Now Daredevil season three was the tipping point for me, because. I was just totally infatuated with it. I, I, it's my favourite out of the three seasons. By a long shot. I mean, the, the, the first two are really, really good. It's hard to pit them, against, uh, pit them up against there. But, okay, the first half of two is really good. But <laughs> the, the bits for Punisher in it are really good. Yeah. But season three <sighs> just absolutely just took me away. It, yeah. it was just incredible. And I was speaking to a friend of mine, Eugene, who is a very big Spider-Man fan and he's a very big comics fan. 
and he uh, and uh, he's also a fan of Daredevil, obviously. But he's a really, really big fan of Spider-Man. He's got Spider-Man tattoos and and stuff like that. Um, he, I was speaking to him about Daredevil season three when it finished, and he yeah. said to me, um, "You know, it's it's slightly based off of this the comic book Born Again." I was like, "Okay, cool." And he's like, "Well, I've got it on the shelf if you want to read it." And I said, "Yeah, okay." And that was it. Like that was the tipping point for me, where no longer was it enough. Like I finished season three, and I was like, "I want more. Like yeah. I need more of this character." You did the one thing that a lot of people don't do. Somebody gets offered, like, you know, this is this is kind of based on this, blah blah. blah. They don't just go, hey, "All right," and then not read it. You yeah. Went, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll read that. Uh, so I want more. <laughs> he took that off the shelf. Um, and he gave that to me, and he gave, he also gave me two other comics, which we're going to read about today. Uh, to read about, talk about today. Yeah. Um, Daredevil Yellow. Daredevil Yellow. Yeah. And uh, Spider Man Blue. And so those were the first three comics that I both Yellow and Blue done by uh, Tim Sale and Jeff Loeb. Yes, and also um, there's Hulk Grey as well, which I haven't read. And there's Captain America White. Is it really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I thought there was just the three. Yeah. No, I think there's a couple of them. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's just them. It's Captain America, White, Hulk, Grey, Spider-Man Blue, Daredevil, Yellow. Yeah, that's it. Right. I remember reading Born Again and Yellow kind of around the same time. I was doing like a... A Daredevil kind of like catch up almost well before the show as well actually right okay. it was I've always liked Daredevil as a character look wise so have I I mean that, that's it like when we were saying when I was a kid that was the three characters that I've that I made an affinity for in that game there's, there's Spider-Man which is obviously carried on throughout now you know as an adult and also Daredevil turns up in that game very briefly yeah and I was like he looks cool yeah like as a six-year-old I was like he looks cool <laughs> and also Punisher I was like, yeah. that skull's cool. Yeah. And now they probably are my three favourite, still to this day, three favourite comic book characters. I liked um I liked Black Cat when she turned up as well. I was like, what's yeah. she all about? Yeah. Um yeah, but uh They yeah. look awful by the way. Yeah, like <laughs> the games one yeah, yeah. like it's it's just picture face, yeah, yeah, blocks, yeah. Um The three that we're talking about are the three that I was given by my friend Eugene, um, comics fan. And these are the three, the first three comics that I that I fully read. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, apart from those shitty Spider-Man ones that we talked about, the kids ones. Did you read them like quick? Uh, yeah, fairly. Yeah, right. I mean, I got like I read, I think Born Again to be like I don't know a couple of nights, um, and then Blue I I did in one, and Daredevil I did in one as well. Are you a quick reader? Eh, fairly. I I don't know. I'm not really. I'm really slow. It takes me. Ages. I'm not that. I'm not like. Super, super fast, but... I heard somebody say today, it's like, don't worry about reading slow. It just means you're taking it all in and enjoying it. And I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm just slow. <laughs> I think I'm just an idiot. So since, here. since those three, uh, I've read many other comics since those three. Ones that you've given me, other ones that Eugene's given me. I just finished reading X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, oh, nice. And I'm going to start Watchmen next, which, oh, yeah. which I told you about. So we'll see how that goes, um, but yeah, these three were the first three that I ever, that I ever really read. Um, so we talk about Born Again. Whatever you want, mate. Yeah. That was the first one I read because that was the one that was given to me as like, okay, this one was the inspiration for season three of Daredevil. Mm. So not not completely, but you know, no, but you can see it. you can see the parallels, yeah, like most of it, and that was the that was the best part for me, like having just watched the series and reading this book, and. Just like reading 
you know, like reading and seeing like the, the art and it's like, you know, it's like, holy shit, like that, you know, I just watched that mm. like live on a TV show. And that was really cool seeing, seeing the bits where the inspiration obviously came from. And most notably the taxi, when he puts him in the taxi yep. and, and drives it off the pier. Yeah, but that's not <clears throat> like in massive detail in the book either. It's not, no. It literally no. goes from like their faces to all of a sudden he's underwater in a yeah. taxi and you're yeah. like, oh. I, I having having now read a few comics, I do have my issues with Born Again. Okay. It suffers from the same thing as and uh, like I don't want to be out of turn here because I haven't obviously read that many comics, but it suffers from the same thing as X Men Dark Phoenix and um, a Spider Man comic I read, The Death of the Stasis, in that they're quite old fashioned. <laughs> yeah, they're of their time. Yeah, they're yeah. of their time. Yeah, and now they're you know, having read things like they're wordy. Yes, they're very wordy. Yeah. I mean, like every page, it's like it's like. Oh, I just dodged his move. I can do that because I've got spider senses, which I got when a radioactive spider but bit me. The whole thing with that is um, that comes from that. That actually comes from uh, Stan Lee's um, Morricone. He's he's he's, uh, he's thing that you would say all the time, which is um, every comic is somebody's first. So you have yeah, to I get count, that. You have to I put, get even in a speech bubble. You have to put just a slight bit of origin, but even just a wee bit. Yeah. Um, but I've but read, a lot of them have I've read, read many modern ha- habit of doing like every page, two pages of <laughs> yeah. just fucking like this is when this happened. Then it's like a thought bubble to when yeah. it happened. Then it comes back to the action. Kind of and X Men Dark Phoenix had that a lot as well. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times I read psychic rapport <laughs> coming out of a speech, uh, a thought bubble coming out of fucking Scott Summers' head, I was, I was by the end of it, I was livid. <laughs> But then you got to remember these things come out in issues like monthly. Oh yeah, I know, well. I know. I mean, I'm. Do you know what I mean? I'm being sort of privileged here because I've read the whole yeah. thing in one go in this like collection. That's the thing that people always forget though. Like, there's a lot of people get put off by it instantaneously. They're like, oh, they just keep repeating stuff, and it's like well, you're reading like six issues in a one hour, and that shit took fucking months to come out. You never even know. Some of them might have been like delayed or whatever in the UK fuck you might have got one and then got six yeah like months later because like you got it from your news agent here you didn't get it from your subscription service no, no. you went in and went oh fuck this you know the, the odd chance there's fucking X-Men number one then you come in six weeks later still no X-Men yeah. six weeks after that number 305 and you're like <laughs> what <laughs> and then you're on it like oh, fucking guess that story's finished you yeah. know um I think that's why a lot of um, people, especially in the UK, are quite acclimatised to um, to reading books mid-series. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't need number one. No. Like, just fucking plunge in. You yeah. Know? I mean, this whole thing about jumping on and jumping off points, it's like, oh, shut up. Just fucking read them. Like, yeah. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Like, that's it. But anyway. There's, there's more modern comics that I've read, though, that don't have that. Or maybe you don't have it as much. Or maybe it's just better. So are they so done, I don't are, even know. Are they done well though? That's the only thing. I don't know. Because well, like for instance, Guardian Devil. That yeah, but that's really wordy. Like Kev really fucking goes all out on that to just explain. I know, but everything. I was so, but I didn't notice it. I was so into it. It was like I was reading a movie. That's like it was like the, a movie was jumping out at me. That's one of the better ones. I do, I do enjoy Guardian Devil, and it is one of the better ones. Like one of the more highly regarded. Yeah. I think if you read some of the other ones from in and around that time, you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I you're think, right. I think the Spider-Man ones that suffer from it the most. Yeah, but you're 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 right. You're you're right, especially in the in the dialogue. It can be a wee bit clunky in places. Yeah. But the visuals are fucking beautiful. Yes. Yes. Um, 
I mean, just that, like, some of the action shots that happen within Born Again is mm-hmm. just amazing. But he does kind of explain it. That's the, the thing that they don't really do so much these days. They don't have boxes saying, like, and he takes a swipe to the left and a yeah. swipe to the and I feel myself dodge. No, you've just got him doing it. Show, don't tell. Yeah, which is exactly what they need to do, which yeah. is what they kind of suffered from back then. But if you were getting paid for word count, um, you know, you're going to try and write as much as you can. I don't know, but I'm assuming that would be the case, that yeah. they would get paid for word count at that yeah. point. I might be talking shite. It might yeah. just be the fact that they just got really into it and were mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. But they're also explaining it for the artist. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is what he does here. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, right, I'll put that in. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was interesting. Um, there was an interesting read. I, I like the premise of it, you know. Karen Page falls on hard times. Uses the only thing that she's got to make some money. Sells off Daredevil's um, identity. I mean, it's it's a it's a cracking fucking setup of a plot. Like, mm-hmm. it's really really good. Um, and like seeing Karen Page in that way, you know, after having watched the TV show, which is this goody two shoes, you know. Um, what did you what did you make of uh, Matt Murdock throughout it? I thought I thought the same as as the, I did with the TV show Matt Murdock. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just smart, calculated. Knows exactly what's going on. I, I always remember at the start of that. I just got really irritated with him at the very start. The first couple of issues, I just thought he just kept being literally like, "Nobody's betrayed me. Everybody's betrayed me." It's like nobody's betrayed you. You're just taking it that way. Like, yeah, I get I mean, that. Daredevil's always like that. Yeah, like most of the stories that you come to, he's, he is fucking hard. Takes on high. Oh he, no, he gets he gets battered like yeah. in, in every way, physically and emotionally. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, he'll have somebody close to him, and then they'll fucking die. And yeah. you're like, Ugh. I mean, it it's quite devastating to read. You know, when yeah. Kingpin gets his identity and sets all these things in motion, where he's now he just completely just makes his life crumble around him, just takes everything away from him, and you know you do kind of have to. I think it's just more of a case of they're just telling you. They're putting yeah. more in dialogue of how distraught Matt actually is, you know? Right. They're just really going through it and saying, he's really fucked here. Yeah. yeah. But that just makes it all the better when he bounces back, mm. you know? But it's, I think it's it's when he goes back and his, his apartment building's knocked down. And that's when he... Blown up. Blown up. In front rather, of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when he... He clicks. He's like the only person that could do this is Wilson Fisk. Yeah, the only person that could do this. <laughs> it's because he's because he's holding his costume as yeah. well. It's a bit. Yeah, and you're just like yeah. Ooh. Um. Now, Daredevil Yellow. By the way, speaking about costumes, I fucking love that yellow costume. Do you? Yeah, I think it's great. Like the cover. I think if of I remember, Daredevil Yellow looks incredible. I think if I remember rightly, that's how he started. Yes. Well, that is because it is the origin. Because it's his dad's robe or something that he makes out of. I don't know if that was the origin at the very start, but it isn't this. It isn't in, in, in yeah. yellow, yeah. Oh, some of the visuals of Tim Sale, man. Absolutely beautiful. I love that, because that's also in Born Again as well. Actually, it's in most of the Daredevil comics I've read. Where yeah, they show his motion. They show multiple yeah. uh, you know, images of him to show the motion that he's going through. Yep. I love that costume. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good... It's a good uh, it's a good look. It's a good costume. Yeah, I do like. I mean, it. the all reds obviously great, um, but I just—it's the first time I'd ever seen the yellow, and I just think it looks. Yeah, I think it looks great. Yeah, I think it looks really good. Um, so uh, back onto Born Again though. 
um, the ending kind of left me a little bit wanting. <laughs> right, okay. I mean, I actually, I spoke to you about this, you know, after, shortly after I actually finished it for the first time. Yeah. And the ending does kind of leave you a little bit wanting, but you explained it as, you know, this, the artist and the, you know, the writer might be doing a run and then the publisher will come in and go, right, wrap it up. Yeah. And they just have to kind of finish it in yeah. an issue. <clears throat> so that kind of, that, you know, if that is what happened, then that kind of explains it. But I mean, not, you know, <laughs> obviously Matt bounces back as their devil. Um, you know, he's obviously taking down Wilson Fisk. But, he's, but Wilson Fish sends in Nuke, mm, the mercenary. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and then he just starts shooting up Harlem. Uh, not Har. Sorry, that's Luke Cage. Um, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen, and kills a lot of people. And then the Avengers turn up, and then it finishes. <laughs> and you're like, all right. <laughs> um, I, mean, I might rem- be remembering that a little bit harshly. So yeah, there might be a crossover there that I'm not aware of. It's the guy that was in... But am I right in saying, in in the few Daredevil comics that I've read, in that Daredevil's typical story goes, as soon as things leave the streets, it's no longer his sort of... uh, It's no longer his thing, like bigger bigger boys get involved. Yeah, basically, yeah. As soon as it it, goes out of Hell's Kitchen, you know, bigger boys need to get involved. I would say so, yeah. Definitely. Um, it seems to... I, I think that's quite a, a growing trend, definitely. There's series that have done bigger things where they've made them, like, like fucking king of something or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, it, they've just went over and above. And or if he's been, has he been a part of the Avengers at any point? I think so. Briefly. Well, I'm pretty sure but nearly everybody's been an Avenger at one time or another. Yeah. If he's not being an Avenger, he's being a Defender or something like but that. But I get the idea that Matt, you know, wants to stick to the streets, wants to yeah. keep it... Keep it... Um, Hell's Kitchen, man. That's where it's at. Yeah, that's his, that's his home. Someone's got to take care of Hell's Kitchen. Um, so yeah, it does just kind of end. Um, and I remember just kind of sitting there with the book like, oh, right, okay, that's that done. That's <laughs> that done. Whereas, um, you know, Spider-Man Blue and Daredevil Yellow felt like sort of complete stories. It's almost as if they were sort of given mm-hmm. that story to tell tell it, you know, because it is a complete story. I don't think, I don't know how they came out. I don't know if they came out as graphic novels or issues. Issues. Did they came out yeah. as issues? Spider-Man Blue and Daredevil Yellow? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't read like that. Yeah, they all they read out. like a complete... They all came out as issues. Yeah. A complete story. Um, it's because when they're put together, they read like that. But even if... Like, I got them off of... Um, I think I got them off of Comixology. And they all came out as individual issues. One of six. Right, okay. So six issue, six okay. issue miniseries. Yeah. Um, so Daredevil Yellow and Spider-Man Blue, they're very similar. Actually, it's... Captain America White as well, because there was a big delay between four and five, I think, because I think something happened to Tim Sale and he, he like fell ill or something. Oh, and right. He, he couldn't. He couldn't, couldn't do finish it. it. Yeah, but he did do it. Yeah. Um, but what so, years? What year are we talking here with these ones? White. Uh, White came out, or just to see the, all of them. Oh. Uh, or decade, even if you can put it down to decade. Well, Daredevil Yellow was two thousand one to two thousand two. Really, that old. Uh, blue, I don't know what about that. that uh, white only came out. I want to say two thousand fourteen. Oh really? Yeah, I want to say it was either two thousand fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Right, I thought it would be. Because I remember close. hearing about it. I, the the time I started reading it, uh, somebody was speaking about it on a podcast, having just come out, like number three or something like that, and they had just got it like the day previous or something like that 
So <clears throat> it must have been about 2014, 15, something like that. Mm, mm. So yeah. I'll say that and then somebody will come at me like, Boo, actually, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um Daredevil Yellow and Spider-Man Blue, though, they, uh, they were very similar. I read them back to back pretty much. Very right. similar stories. Um, but the hero reflecting on a lost love. So Spider-Man, obviously, with Gwen Stacy. So did you find famous, it, famous death. Did you say? Did you find that they were very similar because it was the same writer on it as team? Uh, yes, but also just the actual nature of the story, okay, as a whole. Because you've got you've got Daredevil or Matt reflecting on Karen Page's death, but also reflecting on when they first met, mm-hmm. and then you've got um, you've got uh, Peter reflecting on the death of Gwen Stacy, or rather when they met, but on the anniversary of her death. So they were both they were both Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Yes. And born against Miller and Mazzucchelli. Yeah. Yeah, go. Right. Um I absolutely adored that work in blue and yellow. Right. I thought the Tim was, Sale's a fucking beast. Yeah. It's uh, amazing. Really, really if just, I remember right, that's, that's all crazy. Hand done as well. Yes. It's not right. It's not digital. Right. And anyway, uh, I think even down to the most recent one, White Cal America, I'm pretty sure that was all like Bristol board yeah. and all done and watercolours and everything oh, just oh, salivating man honestly same team that brought us fucking uh, Long Halloween uh, oh right uh, Batman which uh, I have read Dark Victory as well oh, just <laughs> I love them honestly but yeah so they were quite similar very similar yeah I mean I read them back to back Um but yeah, I mean, they almost follow. They follow almost the same beats. Okay. Um, but I really enjoyed both of them. Just like for for the same reason, I enjoyed both of them for the same reason because the stories were very similar. But I enjoyed both of them, like individually as well for what they were. Um, even though they were very similar, um, they were just quite heartwarming and well, heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Because it was you know both Matt and Peter reflecting on the death of their. A sort of sort of their original loves, mm-hmm. um, you know, Karen Page and Gwen Stacy, and uh, and reflecting on how they met them, and but it just kind of comes with all these. Uh, I mean, it's it's been a, like a couple of months now, so I'm struggling to remember. But there's these there's these intersection intersected pages, where it's like just reflecting on something, and then it will continue the story of. So I'm struggling to remember if Daredevil Leo had these intersection. Bits, but Spider-Man Blue definitely did, and it was almost like it's because in Spider-Man Blue he was recording, recording a um like a tape for right, okay. for Gwen. Okay. You know, even though she was obviously she's dead. Yeah. yeah. He was re- recording a tape, and he was speaking to her. Um, and there's these little bits where it sort of stops the story, and he he says like he reflects on something. And then the story will then continue. And it has all these bits where you, it, it sort of the text writes out like the sound of the tape recorder. And right, it okay. record and, and the tape um, sort of whirring. I also just love the way that Matt looks in um, in this one. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good look about him. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's got No, I think it's just Spider-Man Blue because in Daredevil Yellow, page. He's, not, he's not recording, he's just... He is just reflecting it's all in his head, yeah. yeah. Whereas, whereas in, in blue, he's, he's recording a tape for it. And Spider Man Blue ends with 
Achilles in the attic, and it ends with Mary Jane coming in because obviously they're married at this point. All right. Um, and she comes in at the end and and says, you know, are you okay? And she says, um, say hi to Gwen for me. And it's just, oh. it is really heartbreaking. Like it's, it's, uh, it is really heartbreaking. And, and after that, I read the Death of the Stacys to get a sort of idea of what happened. You know. Um, You've plunged yourself right in, mate. You've just yeah. been reading up a story. I mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and Daredevil is really where it's at. Um, those For are you, my two, in a minute. Those are my two favourites, yeah. And I think they always will be my two favourites. Um, this is before the films and the TV shows. Like I said, it goes way back to that PS1 game. As soon as I seen them, I was like, they're cool. I like them. And it's pretty much just can't gone from there. But it's just taken me this long to actually get around and, and go, right, I want more. I need more of these characters. I want to see more. Do you... Um... Do you feel like you still get the same amount of weight, sort of the, the same amount of emotional weight reading the, the I comics? Do. And I, I, the thing is, I think this is the perfect time for me to start reading comics because I think a few years ago I wouldn't have. Right. Absolutely not. I would have I just read it and uh, whatever. You know, but now I do feel the weight of that. Again, like Spider-Man Blue, it really did move me. And same with Daredevil Yellow as well. Like some of the things where, you know, he is addressing Karen... He says things like "You always did that," or you know things like that, and mm. it just it just really kind of touches you, um, which is crazy, you know. Yeah, but people, but... people get moved by novels all the time. Yeah, you yeah. know. So you know, this it's no different. You're still reading a story. You know, it's, it's com- just the comics medium, man. It's good that you. It's good that you've. It you stirs enjoy, up these you, emotions. You enjoy them. Yes, clearly. absolutely. The thing is, I mentioned novels there briefly. Is novels always give you a sense of, um, you know, I, I've always read novels. I mean, I don't read that much, but I do, I do read novels. And uh, novels always, you know, it's just words on a page. So your your imagination can run wild. You know, mm. what, when you read a book, you know, I could read a book and you could read the same fucking book, but we could both have different experiences because of what we're imagining. You know, we, we think of what the character looks like, you know, apart from unless they're described to you, you know, like a Jack Reacher novel tells you he's six foot tall, he's white, and he's got brown hair, you know, which is boring. He looks like Tom Cruise, but if Tom Cruise was taller, because he yeah. played him in the films. But, you know, so that's that's just boring. But, like, you know, a lot of novels do give you a lot of room for imagination, where you can picture exactly in your head, you know, the location where they are, like, what's happening, what people look like. Comics don't have that. You're, you're being given the image. And to have, you know, so you're restricting that imagination, but but for some reason... They're actually a lot more evocative. Mm-hmm. You know, it is like it's like halfway between a novel and a and a film. It, you're you're being given the whole package, but yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely can, an art. But you can still it's have, an art. You can still have your own takeaway from it. As Any, well. Yeah, you can. Yeah, anybody can write a novel. You know, because again, it always comes down to what the person thinks of and imagines when they're reading it. But comics, you you're getting the whole thing. You're getting the whole package, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, if you if you're good at it and you can do it, then yeah, you're quid's in. Um, right. So one thing I want to say, sorry, is um, uh, a good example of how comics can really put you in, put you in that world. One that you recently gave me was The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Now I read that, and I haven't actually. I've held off speaking to you about it. No, but we'll we'll still hold off. Right. Okay. Because we can. I was going to say, what did I? Well, I was going to ask you, right, because you, you told me you were reading these and I gave you books away 
that I either thought was quite similar or that I thought you would enjoy kind of off the back of reading these things. Yes. What did I give you again? Because I can't remember. Um, so you gave me Craven's Last Hunt. Yep. Um, the Long Halloween. Yep. Black Mirror. The Batman. Batman Black Mirror, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the Identity Crisis. Brad Meltzer, yeah. Identity Crisis. And The Dark Knight Returns. Frank Miller. Yeah, I gave you that because it was Frank Miller again. Yeah, we'll talk about them another time. Right. We'll do three at a time. Okay, three at a time. Three at a time. But um, it's weird hearing... Because this is the first time hearing about comics from somebody that hasn't is, hasn't really read them kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I've been interested in superheroes since a kid, but it's just only now that I've really took the plunge. Yeah. Um. You know, the films, TV shows, video games, like I said, I've devoured them over the years, but never really... That was enough. But now it's it's not. <laughs> are you are you sticking primarily to the sort of superhero genre? Or can you feel yourself going into, like, a bookshop and going, oh, looks all right. Uh, for now, I think superheroes. Because I, I, I'm just infatuated by them. Okay. Um, I just I just care a lot about superheroes just now. I really want to hear, read more. Um read more superior stuff okay so i've got a few in the pipeline what i've got I've got watchmen that i'm going to read next which was given to me by my friend eugene again um because as a as a beginner as you know obviously i'm still a beginner he said that he told me that that's one of the graphic novels that can be it's polarizing right okay. <laughs> but it's also can you know is by some considered one of the best graphic novels out there right. so i'm definitely gonna give that a go so that's next um I've got a few Spider-Man ones, um, a Miles Morales one that you gave me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I gave you a that Venom one. one that I got for Christmas as well. Um, and I'm struggling to remember other ones, but I've got some, <laughs> I've got some other ones there as well. People people who have comics or know comics, like, as soon as uh, somebody says, like, oh, I'm starting to read comics, they go, <gasps> and it's like their eyes light up, and you're just like, and, and if you ever hear the words out of somebody's mouth, any recommendations? You're like, <gasps> <laughs> it's like a kid at Christmas he's just all of a sudden like yes um, yeah that's good man um, I'm wondering like because we'll speak about other ones next time but I think I might actually give me some homework no 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 no. I think I might put it out there to see if anybody that listens or anybody on our Twitter or something can give you some recommendations on the back of just these three okay I think that would be quite cool to see what they come out with. Yeah. Um, if they want, like I'm not fucking forcing people to come out with, it, but yeah. you know it'd be cool to see what people come out with. So I might, I might actually just put that out there when I put the episode out. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I have that isn't superhero based. Now the one graphic novel that I do have that isn't superhero based is one that you got me many, many years ago, and I still have not read it. Last of Us. The Last of Us: American Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I still haven't read it. Right, okay. I'm very sorry about that. God, no, God. I was like, oh yeah, this is really cool. I really like The Last of Us, you know. Um, I love <laughs> that I love that game. And uh, I've since pl- replayed the game several times since you bought me that comic. Never once thought, I'll pick up the comic and read it. I forgot. It sat on my shelf. I forgot I'd got you. I was sitting going through books the other day and just went, oh yeah, i got to read that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so... It's it's on it's sat on the shelf for that many years and now that I'm reading comics I'm I'm gonna I'm definitely definitely gonna read it this time. Mate, I'm telling you the minute you start going off, I kind of want to read some other stuff. Yeah, 
Superheroes is the jumping in point. I think it is for a lot of people, yeah. Um, well, it surely is, yeah. It's Some people thing. jump in totally different. I mean, there's loads of folk I know that have never read a, a superhero comic or just really aren't into them, but yeah. they'll read, like, all about somebody's life or, like, the slice of life stuff that's just, like, diary comics and stuff yeah. like that. Or there's loads of people that are into, like, graphic medicine stuff or... Um, uh, just even like sort of strips and funny stuff um, god you name it like there's a fucking genre for it you know what I mean like horror stuff those people into horror stuff but then that kind of takes you down the route of some superhero stuff as well yeah because if you start reading like Tomb of Dracula or something like that or uh, uh, some people would read like Morbius the living vampire or whatever then you end up into Spider-Man and stuff like that so it's good that you're enjoying them because it could have went the total opposite way. You could have yeah. read them and been like, "Trust me, a few years sake. ago, a few years ago, I probably would have been." Yeah. I think I think I think it is just the right time. I think I'm at the right time in my life to be able to accept it. I mean, ten years ago when I was a teenager, I would have told you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was too busy trying to get laid. The <laughs> like, comics don't get you laid. What are you talking about? <laughs> a lot of people do that, believe it or not. A lot of people do that. A lot of people. I think there's just there's been a stigma. I think the stigma's finally lifted. <sighs> yeah, God, yeah. Well, cheers for that, dude. Because uh, we'll uh, we'll do this again. We'll catch up when you've read some. Uh, yeah, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Parkinson. <laughs> uh, yeah, just might want to check on the girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'll just pay for you there. Never send us any comments or questions or just to say hello you can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com we're also available on instagram and twitter at thatcomicsmell share the podcast with your friends and followers we're available on youtube soundcloud and itunes and don't forget to rate review and subscribe thanks for listening our music is by chart smasher a.k.a. John Adam. You can find John on Twitter at Joe Needham and you can buy the track Dial-Up on Bandcamp.